As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Yo, is that what I think it is? A box from Amazon on John's on Ron John on LeBron on Crayons on a swan drawn on Spawn on Milan on Milan? morning, Sweet World, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Thursday, February 16th, 2023. I'm J.E. Skeets here in the Classic Factory, and alongside me, as always, that's Tess Millis. Podcast listeners, this is for you! Next to him, it's the bearded one, Matapsha Hot Boy, Trey Kirby. Hey-o! Hey-o! And last but not least, over yonder, making the magic happen, two super producers, J.D. and J.K., how y'all doing? There they are. What's up, guys? Shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube. Like the vid. Please subscribe. And this will be the final time, I tell you, to join us at our No Dunks Live show in Salt Lake City tomorrow night. That's right. Friday, February 17th, 8 p.m. at the Urban Lounge. Hit that link in the show notes and grab yourself a ticket. I'll be there. Tass will be there. JD will be there. Jerome will be there. Trey, we're not sure. He can't get signed into Delta. (laughs) (laughs) I think my boarding pass is good in the Apple wallet, but we shall see. Tass just got here, but Trey for the last 10 minutes going, it's not working. I don't know. What's going on here? Why is it not working? Couldn't get signed in on the phone. Finally got signed in on the computer. Confirmed, checked in. Nice. And now I'm on to not being able to sign into the NBA events app. Oh, so, okay. Mm. Well, we'll figure it out. <laughs> step yeah. by step. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is a step by step for that, actually. I went through it yesterday. We'll go through it. <laughs> it's like a QR right. code. Yeah, right QR code. Sign in. How do you scan a QR code with your camera? With, with your native <laughs> right? camera? You need a buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, you actually just download the image. Okay. And then it opens. Uh, oh, excellent. Excellent. Hey, we'll be in Salt Lake City. We're leaving later today. We got to fly through the show. We got an afternoon flight here and then we'll have that live show Friday night at the Urban Lounge. We will be flipping that, fingers crossed, uh into a podcast. No YouTube version of that though. It's just too much work. <laughs> it's going to be dark. You're not even going mean, to be able to see anything really. Dark. It's going to be, be like an audio honest. podcast that's black. It's going to sound like shit too. <laughs> our live 
shows that never sound good. How dare I you? Mean, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not even promising that we're going to get Yeah, that's that. what I'm I saying. Don't even I wanna, know. This is like the dunk contest. Our live shows are like the dunk contest. Totally. Super low expectations. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then something might happen and you might be entertained and it might work out. Uh, all right. So later on in this podcast, uh, I'm going to put on a jacket and then I'm going to give you guys some NBA All-Star Weekend trivia i love jackets yeah 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 it'll be a great experience for <laughs> good i love trivia we're good <laughs> well we'll talk about the jacket for like 10 minutes before we get into the trivia yeah sounds like it for sure we ha- are mailing in this show okay <laughs> if you haven't couldn't tell by now okay no we got some games though. a lot of games on last night uh, a lot of these teams playing their last game of course before the all-star break let's start with one everybody was excited about in the eastern conference the Cavs, sixers joel and 29 points helps the sixers snapped the Cavs' win streak. But then after the game, we got another headline involving Embiid. He's unsure of his health for the All-Star game. Quote, I'm not healthy. He's got a foot issue. So we could uh, talk about the game if you want there, Tass, a little <laughs> bit, and then spin it into uh, Embiid and and whether or not he's going to play in this All-Star game. Well, you want to say that we're mailing this show in. I think the Cavs kind of mailed this game in. <laughs> at, at the beginning of this game, I think they were just a little overwhelmed. The spotlight a little too bright. This game was for third seed in the Eastern Conference. It's on ESPN, and the Sixers showed that they are the veteran team. You know, throw out the excuses for the Cavs. Seven games and 11 nights. It just looked like Joel Embiid could do whatever he wanted. Jared Allen and Evan Mobley unable to get comfortable against him whatsoever. They turned the ball over for seven times in that first half for 13 points. The bench came on and couldn't do a thing. They were just bad. Everybody up and down the roster. I think Darius Garland was all right. But uh, in the end... They came back Mm -hmm. to make this a respectable score. And I would just chalk it up to a team that has very, very, very little playoff experience in their starting lineup, aside from Donovan Mitchell, against this Sixers team with bright lights here, as I said. They get them one more time in a month, the third game of their season series. That could be the tiebreaker. Uh, But other than that, you know, it it was a – you want to call it a tale of two halves? Sure, it was. They came back from 28 to make it a six-point loss. But in the end – uh, you know, they moved it, and, and there's guys that weren't there off that off the bench with some veteran experience, and Ricky Rubio, Jetty Osman would have helped. But this was a shellacking. It, it really was. <laughs> and, you know, hopefully they get that out of their system because this could be a playoff series. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll see what they do in a, in a month. But, yeah, a bad one for the Cavs, if, especially if it's against a, an unhealthy Joel Embiid, mm-hmm. as he said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he still had 29 points, 14 boards, 5 assists, 2 steals, and a block in, uh, I believe, just under 40 minutes of action there. Um, but yeah, then saying these uh, you know, these comments after the game were a little concerning uh, for Sixers fans. I mean, it just sucks that he might not play in the All-Star game yeah. for fans, um, but he says you know, this has been an issue for a while here, and he's sort of playing through the pain. And he obviously came into the season with plantar fasciitis yeah. as uh, started slow, took a little time off uh, to get bad at to get back, he's been on the injury report quite a bit. There have been numerous times where, like, he comes up kind of limping on his foot, says after the game, yeah, I tweaked my same foot. The doctor apparently told him it needed to be two weeks a couple of weeks ago. Didn't rest. If he rests now, he could miss games against the Grizzlies, Celtics, and Heat, but also get that nice week off during the All-Star game, which probably would be beneficial, but it makes it really weird for the Sixers then because they'll be third place in the Eastern Conference going into the All-Star break. And their only representative will be Mac McClung, who has never worn a Philadelphia 76ers jersey. <laughs> right, right. So hopefully Embiid uh, guts it out a little bit, plays five minutes in the All-Star game or something like that, since he does end up getting the start here. But I thought he did 
really well last night. Didn't shoot the ball incredibly well. 9 for 21, but he was playing downhill and getting to the rim all the time. Made a whole bunch of free throws, which is how he was able to to be efficient as well. And then the Philadelphia supporting player showed up. 10 points for P.J. Tucker. I don't know what the Sixers record is when he scores in double digits, but it's got to be good. They also won the bench battle, 30-12. to 12. You can see the Sixers definitely have more depth than the Cavs. Yeah, and B-ball Paul, Paul Reed, Hollinger's favorite. Um, it looks like, at least for a couple games here, he's going to get those sort of backup center minutes. They're, like, giving him a go again because they have Dwayne Dedman now on this team. They obviously have Montrezl Harrell, but they wanted a big to back up Embiid for a playoff push. And 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 Paul Reed plays, you know, only 10 minutes, but five points, four boards, two blocks. I mean, he had some nice blocks when he first came in, so maybe he's trying to get Doc Rivers' trust that, like, I can be the backup big. And a lot of people, like, like this, like his game. Um, but we'll see moving forward. I guess Deadman will get a chance here at some point, too. Some minutes. Sure. But coming into the season, the question was the depth uh, in the second unit of the Sixers. Mm-hmm. And they've balanced it out by putting Tyrese Maxey into the second unit. He is uh, you know, a very, very, very capable guy. A borderline all-star in this league playing with the second unit. So I think he just yeah. makes them look a heck of a lot better. Because the Cavs have a lot of guys off the bench. A couple of them weren't there. Uh, but I thought Jalen McDaniels, uh, he, you know, he doesn't really shoot the ball all that well in this game, but contributing with the energy, the guy that they just got from the Hornets. So the Sixers look like a team ready to go into the postseason. Embiid didn't shoot it well, as you said, but I thought he just controlled this game. And in the, in the fourth, when the Cavs were coming back, they gave it to their star, and they finished the job. Yeah. And so the question is, if Embiid sits, do they call on Harden to take his take place? Take spot? <laughs> and or will Harden like, want to go there? I was going to say, or is it too late almost, and like – I assume a lot, I know a lot of these guys, they're out of here. They hit the island for basically a week now. Um, you know, would it be Harden? Would it be Brunson? Would it be a, another big you'd have to talk yourself into in the Eastern Conference? I guess it's possible. I just don't think they will, even if he doesn't play. Just not bring another representative. I don't think so. Oh, wow. I don't think that's ever been done. But it has to happen... It would have to happen, like, today. Yeah. They can handle it, man. <laughs> they, they can got, cancel the trip. I don't They've know if they can eight. log into well, their Delta apps. That could be <laughs> yeah, a problem. Yeah. Like, oh, no! <laughs> the question is, will Harden want to go? Would he rather go to a to a destination? And and even the other guy, Jimmy Butler, who, even before the three guys were announced uh, as the, the injury replacements, like for, for Kevin Durant, for instance, before he went to, out west, Will he want to go there? He he was next on the list as far as guys who were voted, you know, that accumulative vote. Yeah. He could have been called up, but Jimmy never really loves All-Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. He sat out All-Star yeah, games yeah. before. So, will you – it's not – it's Salt Lake City versus Vegas. Well, like but, sometimes well, you just go just to have a trip. Like, that's your trip. Now they want to go to SLC. And it, the Sixers point's a good one about they don't have a rep now. Yes. Yeah. I mean, who cares about that, though, well, really? <laughs> it, but the front office, like the an NBA office, we'll say. Oh, okay. Yeah, fans. My, okay. there are fans of, of the Sixers. My gut says <laughs> he goes to Salt Lake City and B does and is still a part of the draft and all that and maybe does a Jimmy Butler and doesn't play a whole lot, you know, I guess a couple minutes, even if not, if that. Sure. Um, and that's why I don't think we'll get a replacement. If they do, it would be Harden or Brunson, in my opinion. Those would be the two guys at the top of your list if you don't care about, the obviously, a center to replace Embiid. This was his exact quote, by the way. I haven't been healthy for the past three weeks or months. I was just trying to get to the All-Star break without missing games and stuff. But I feel like I've reached the point where I need to follow the doctor's advice. Back then, he said I should have been sitting for two weeks. So we'll see how the next few days go and go from there. So, you know, three or four weeks ago, the doctor's telling him, you should probably sit down for a couple weeks here with this foot injury. And he wanted to fight it out. 
help his team obviously get up to these standings, maybe the MVP, all that. Uh, but maybe he takes a week off here now. Probably should. Probably should. Yeah. Yep. Oh, he will. You think? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and well, he should. Let's get to some other news from this game about the Cavaliers. Cavs, Kevin Love finalizing a contract buyout. The Heat uh, have emerged as a suitor, according to Shams at The Athletic. One of you called this. I gave you the buyout boys list, and we got into a, just a quick debate. There were reports that Kevin Love was not going to agree to a buyout, but it was at UTK that was like, no, nah, I think, uh, you know, he's obviously out of the rotation now. He might be looking for minutes and to yeah. join a team and play all that. Um, and that's what's happening here. A little shocking. I mean, I obviously thought, I, I believe the reports, and I thought the Cavs, who are going to be heading into a playoff series, I thought they could use Kevin Love as like a third big in potential series to stretch the floor and all that. So that part was wild to me. Yeah, this could actually end up being a little bit of a mistake for the Cavs, I think. Like, Kevin Love had a great season last year. 13 and a half a game, shot 40% from three, basically was in the six man of the year conversation, and it just hasn't been the case at all this year. He's averaging eight and a half a game and just hasn't been in the rotation for a long time. But it's the end of an era. He's the last guy on the Cavs from the 2016 championship squad, so that's kind of weird, but... I think Miami would be a decent place for him. They've got a roster spot, and they definitely have a need. They've been starting Caleb Martin the entire season. Just traded Dwayne Dedman. Orlando Robinson is their backup big right now. He's on a two-way contract. And then, of course, they have Udonis Haslam as well. If you're uh, the Heat, you're looking for a buyout guy to kind of help, you can talk yourself into a Kevin Love, I think. He's going to shoot threes, obviously. He's got playoff experience, obviously. The the question with Kevin Love is reliability. Last year, play and loss to the Nets, 14 points, 13 rebounds off the bench. Really nice. In the playoff, play and loss to the Hawks, 3 points, 4 rebounds mm-hmm. off the bench. He's at the end of his career, yeah. obviously, but as a buyout guy, you're not going to do much better if you're Miami. Yeah, the Heat have a lot of guys that are sort of at the end of the rotation, G League two-way type guys, so it would make sense for them to go get somebody. He hasn't shot well the last 20 games when he has been on the floor, and a lot of it has been... He's been off the floor because of back spasm, so he's shot 32% from three of the last 20 games. Uh, the, the Cavs are just playing other guys, and <laughs> they have they have enough depth to be playing other guys. Mobley sort of their backup five. Uh, they've got Jetty Osman, Karis LeVert. Now they've got Danny Green if he wants to play off the bench. They've got Ricky Rubio off the bench. They've just got a lot of guys that could take his minutes, and they've, they've chose Dean Wade because Kevin Love just hasn't been shooting all that well. So it, it is odd. Uh, it also takes... Westbrook off the board for the Miami Heat, it feels like. If there's any suitors out there for, for Russell Westbrook, Which we got Which apparently there's not, is the yeah. latest report. Well, he hasn't been released or bought out by the uh, Jazz yet, and he's talking to them. So who is it? I think it just gives a better shot, better hope here that he goes to the Chicago Bulls uh, because it's either the Clippers, Paul George has pined for him. Hey, come on over. We used to be teammates, but it doesn't seem like he's going there. Looks like Chicago is the last team that might want him. <laughs> Maybe. And what about uh, LeBron James trying to get his boy to LA in Kevin Love instead of Miami? Come join me. I'll get, you can help us get into the play-in. <laughs> no? You think it's more likely Miami? Just because of uh, the minutes opportunity behind Bam. A L- LA's deep now. Yeah, okay. Sure. Uh, I, I, I hope Westbrook and Kevin Love find their way to Miami. Because I saw a tweet going around last night. I apologize for not remembering who tweeted it. But, like, if that happens, you can already see one of those Instagram, like, NBA accounts with the five photoshops of, like, Lowry, Butler, Bam, Russ, and Kevin Love. Who's going to stop these guys? <laughs> Stopping these you guys. You can see it now. Uh, you can already see the photoshop in your head if they get there. But They're also uh, roommates in college. Oh, yeah. Good point. 
Good point. Like a million years ago. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Love. Nine he seasons looked, he played in <laughs> Cleveland. 15 that's been years. a long time. Yeah, he had a – what a weird tenure that he had in Cleveland coming in. The trade for Andrew Wiggins, obviously. Yeah. There was a lot of fit-in, fit-out drama with LeBron. Once upon a time, they signed him to the deal after LeBron was gone to L.A., just keeping somebody around for the good vibes. It was bad vibes for Kevin Love. Yeah. But he stuck around long enough that the Cavs are good again. Amazing stuff. Yep. Two-time All-Star there in Cleveland. Uh, got the championship, of course, in 2016. Though Abby Mueller, I saw tweeting, Kevin Love, Kevin Love will be remembered for many things on the court, but his legacy for speaking about mental health might be his most important thing. Um, and if you haven't read that article, what what's that site again? That um, the, the Players, Players Tribune? Players Tribune, thank you. Uh, seek that out. Um, Love and, and DeRozan, I would say, at the top of pushing mental health. Um, let's keep it going here, though. Mikhail Bridges. Scores a career-high 45 as the Nets beat the Heat 116-105. This guy on fire. Took over. Scored 15 straight to break open a very close game. And again, 45. Just uh, His previous career-high was like 34, so he smashed that. This guy is a future All-Star, is he not? (laughs) (laughs) Well, he can obviously do it once uh, every few games. They're going to do it by committee, that's for sure. But uh, he showed that he's got the the All-Star pull-up game at times. I mean, sometimes the pull-up game... Uh, creating his own shot, it went awry. There were some some bricks in there, but um, you know he doesn't force anything, and that's why he had such a ridiculously efficient night to get there. And he did it to Jimmy Butler, you know, in the yeah. at the beginning of the game. He did it in the fourth quarter, and he obviously has the size to get his shot off uh, whenever he does create some space for himself. He's got he's a high so release long. too. Yeah, and he's he's huge. So he had 28 going into the fourth, and uh, he was he was flowing. A nice no call where he gave it to Gabe Vincent right in the chest. A very soft give to the chest. Gabe Vincent flopped, and then Mikel Bridges scored. And then he had 30, and then he just kept flowing, and they kept going to him. And he is the one guy that, that has that ability. You know, we've likened him to sort of an OG Ananobi. I said, you know, I, I, I hope I'm wrong. I think he's he's got the capability to do this every once in a while. And, you know, if you're if you're counting on him to be the number one guy – I don't know how well it's going to go, but this team is just ridiculously likable. Even if their ceiling isn't as high without Durant and Kyrie Irving, they're more likable, and uh, they're going to do it by committee, and, and they're going to get better defensively. Since the trade, they've been 25 and 25th in defense, and that's that's going to be their strong suit. So they can get better. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that, that, that was a big win against the Nets. Uh, the Heat, I should say. Sorry. The Nets are now in fifth. Uh, he dropped to the play-in tournament, and they owned the tiebreaker. Let's talk tiebreakers over the <laughs> Miami Heat. So that's that's big for them if they want to hold on to this playoff spot. What did you think of Bridges there last night? I thought that was a super impressive performance because he wasn't just playing off the ball. He got a lot of baskets, like wide-open three-point looks that were just good ball movement from the Nets. He also scored on cuts. Yep, That's kind of the way he usually goes about getting his buckets. But like Tess said, he was putting the ball on the floor. He was bumping Jimmy Butler off spots. Gabe Vincent, obviously way too small to be guarding. Mikhail Bridges can just shoot right over the top of him. The Nets' ball movement was really solid last night 26 assists they hit 17 threes i think mikhail bridges said he'd never scored 40 points in a game in his life yeah yeah guy's a nba player what about high school man i don't know who knows maybe they were on a really good team maybe he was the number two option then so (laughs) yeah um bridges a lot of guys make all-star teams he could be one of them yeah he absolutely could i mean right now it's small sample size but in three games since being traded to the nets he's averaging 25 six and three on that team um it does highlight why brooklyn 
were pretty adamant about him being in the trade for Kevin Durant. They obviously saw the potential. And I think he was helped out in playing for Phoenix this year when Booker was out, when Chris Paul was out. He got a little more experience being sort of the main guy. Now, it didn't go well there for a week or so. Then he sort of unlocked it, but showed that ability to play make, to put the ball on the floor a little bit. He reminds me a little bit of Chris Middleton, the way he goes about scoring. I see some similarities there, but he does have that crazy high, like sort of sheet release to him. Uh, Super lanky. Great game. He's the fourth net to score 45 points in a game this season. (laughs) Kevin Durant, back in November. Kyrie Irving, in January. Cam Thomas, obviously that little stretch he went on in early February, and now Mikhail Bridges, February uh, 15th, last night. Wild. No other team in NBA history has had uh, four 45-point scores in the same season. Shout out to Statitudes for that fun one. But, yeah, what a game uh, from him. And uh, good win there. Like you said, Tess, you just went through it. In terms of the races and all that and seeding, this could be an important one between these teams, whether or not the Heat can uh, ultimately pass Yeah, them. and they just they have guys who can perform. Listen, we shouldn't expect even 25 or 30 from Mikel Bridges every game. He scored 23, 7, and now 45 in his three games since coming over. So it, let's, I think you got to pump the brakes a little bit, but he has the ability. I think, yeah, sometimes he even get, he's even a little too quick, even a little, moves a little too fast, and he's out of control when, he, when he's shooting. And, and I don't know if you can rely on him to be a number one guy at all times, but they have a bunch of guys on that team that could take over. Spencer Dinwiddie had a quiet yeah. night in, yeah. in, in this game with a nine-point game. He can take over in the fourth. They look they look like they had more options than the Heat uh, in, in this game because they they can. They've got a couple guys that can. LeBron, Anthony Davis, get the new-look Lakers past the Pelicans. Let's talk about L.A. here. Yes, they're all playing together. All these guys coming over at the trade deadline. LeBron back in the lineup. He's got to get one game in before the All-Star game, <laughs> shake the rust off so he can go dominate on Sunday. Uh, yeah, what did you think of the Lakers last night beating the Pels? Pretty dominant victory. They look like a great team. <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens in their next game. But the first time together for LeBron and D'Angelo Russell seemed like a great one-two punch. Sort of my turn, your turn, handling the ball, and it worked perfectly, and they're setting up Anthony Davis. It was uh, quite harmonious. We'll see what happens <laughs> next game. It, it was really nice. I mean, the, the, from the first play where they're, they're, they handed it off to each other, yeah, it was a perfect first quarter, an 8-0 run to start the game, and New Orleans got in t- back into it. But, yeah, that was it was a perfect night. It really was. We'll see them in the playing tournament. Yeah, yeah, they look like a real team. <laughs> and I think that's the biggest compliment you can say. Uh, 2018 just keeps coming back to mind because the, uh, after the Cavs pulled their moves to bring in your Jordan Clarkson, your Larry Nance Jr., they smoked the Celtics who were ahead of them in the standings. One by 22, Kevin Garnett said, y'all look so different. They did make it to the NBA Finals, but the team wasn't it. This looks better, though. Mo Bamba, I thought, was pretty solid off the bench as well. And Tass is right. There's clearly chemistry already between D'Angelo Russell and LeBron in transition. Russell's looking for him all the time to hit it ahead. means LeBron can just run the court, doesn't necessarily have to bring the ball up. And then in the pick and roll, they were pretty solid as well. LeBron catching alley-oops a few times last night. That was as good of a start as you could hope for now finally seeing all these dudes on court together. It's tough not to watch them, especially last night with everybody in there now, looking like more of a team because they have more pieces. It's tough not to go, man, should Palinka have done this earlier? Like earlier in the season to get pieces in here? Or were they like, were they sitting on those... The one pick obviously goes out with Westbrook, but were they sitting on those future picks because they were hoping a big, big name would come available? 
like a Lillard or a Beal, you know, a Durant, <laughs> Durant mm. a Kyrie, of course. Like, I wonder if that was part of their equation and that's why, and maybe they just wanted to give it more time. But like, I guess my point is if they had had all these guys all season, they're not in the 13th spot in the Western conference. You know, that's not a, a bold statement by any means. Now they're 27 and 32. They're still in 13th. They're two games out of the 10th seed final spot in the play-in, but they're only three and a half games out of the sixth seed. So they're, they have to just have a great winning percentage from here on out to get out of even the plane and in there. And it's more likely they'll have to win their way in. Um, but, yeah, they look like a team. And I was happy to see D'Angelo Russell have a good game. I'm sort of cheering for him, oddly. <laughs> I don't know why. And I guess it could, we've talked about it, like he fluctuates between overrated and maybe then he got underrated and where he falls in the spectrum of point guards in the uh, in the league. But he does, the best part is he's playing with LeBron. He's a, he's a combo guard. He doesn't need to be the point guard. So maybe yeah. that'll work for him. We'll see how it works in fourth quarters because they didn't even have to play a fourth yeah. quarter in this yeah. game. So will he want to be that combo guard? Will he allow LeBron to go off? Hopefully hopefully that's the case. But also, LeBron, these, these last how many games, 20 games of the season, is he going to play each one? I mean, he wants to be comfortable going into the postseason because they know that he need, they need him to be, obviously, amazing so you know how much chemistry are they going to develop number one number two what is the record going to be these last 20 games you know we've seen we've seen him miss three straight games now because he needs to rest because he's been doing it for 20 seasons so it's a big time uphill climb for this team uh other western conference wins last night jeff green helping the nuggets (laughs) go into the all-star break with a 118 109 win over the mavericks Good win there for the Nuggets. Uh, another triple-double for Jokic. Uh, we had Jackson Jr. and Bain leading the Grizzlies over the Jazz, 117-111. And SGA scoring 29 as the Thunder crushed the Rockets. That was a big one. The Spurs are on like a 14-game losing streak, <laughs> and the Houston Rockets still have, I believe, the worst record in the NBA, which is a little wild. That's how you do it. Yeah, so <laughs> hell of a tank battle going on. But any thoughts on the Nugs, the Grizz? Or the Thunder picking up dubs. Nuggets broadcast was again making the case that Kingtavious Caldwell-Pope needs to be in the three-point contest. Can't disagree, man. He should replace Anthony Simons. Made three threes last night, KCP did. And the Nuggets are the best three-point percentage team in the league. Sure. KCP third in percentage. Give him a call. (laughs) Give him a call. Let the boy shoot. I like that. Uh, The other takeaway I had was, obviously, uh, the Thunder rolled on the Rockets. The best part about this, though, was afterwards... A reporter asked Shea Gilgis Alexander about his Instagram captions and how long it takes him to make them. <laughs> Fifteen minutes. He just sits and brainstorms. No collaboration. <laughs> he said, I'm a lyricist. So I was like, okay, I got to check this out. He can't just be talking about Himmy Carter. No, You yeah. know, something like that. So my favorite one I saw recently was, they fill the seats, I fill the stat sheets. They said I had big shoes to fill. Good thing I have bigger feet. The night he wore the big red boots. Yeah, yeah. Bars. So, okay, I've seen these before. I thought they were literally, like, rap lyrics that he was just pulling from, but he's I would have thought writing so too. Them. Oh, wow. All right. He's a lyricist. Jesus. No yeah. help from anyone. Well, so he should have been on the all-hunk team then. He's a poet. <laughs> Imagine those cards you would get from him. Uh, any thoughts on other, any of those three wins? Yeah, we had some uh, fun post-game moments. We got SGA right in his bars. I thought uh, the Michael Malone Denver Nuggets handing out of the chains happens in uh, Denver's locker room, and they film it every single night. He gave out two chains, one to Michael Porter Jr., who was happy to get his. I'm not sure what they're for. I think it's like, you know, defensive <laughs> intensity or whatever. And then Jeff Green got one, and he was pumped. Oh, you, could see, you could see he is the, uh, you know, the – 
the emotional leader, the, the sort of the, the guy that people love in that locker room, uh, just that vet. And he was excited. He was walking up to Michael Malone like, give me the cheers, a real Hulk Hogan situation. Uh, so that was pretty neat. Uh, also, I, I, we didn't talk about the, the Jared Allen moment. Did you see the Jared Allen moment? Speaking of funny moments, Jared Allen, in that Cleveland Cavaliers game, there was a defensive three-second call against the Cavs, an infraction against the Cavs, yeah. where he got excited. He got super excited to get called for a foul. It happened twice. He went up to the camera. He went up to almost midcourt, and he screamed, Yeah! Like, why is he yelling? I, I think he's just—he thinks it's hilarious that a defensive three second is called at any point. But it happened twice. ESPN was ready for it. We're not going to show it to you because okay. we respect copyright issues. But he went—he went—he went up, and Kevin Love ran from the bench all the way to mid court to join Jared Allen on the floor to cheer. Yeah. There's, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know what it was. And nobody knows what it was. Did nobody ask him after Well, the they game? said that Jeff Van Gundy said, we got to get a sideline reporter on oh, this. Like, yeah. well, we got to go talk to him. Why is he cheering? I think he's sort of sarcastically mocking the officials yeah. for calling a defensive three second. Why, why the hell are you calling that? Anyway, the other game here. Um, Memphis you know, almost lost to the Utah Jazz. Utah, yeah. no Lowry Markinen in this game. They're starting. All hunk Ochai Abaji. Okay. <laughs> yep. He is a rook that's you know hasn't played a lot. Kelly Olynyk, Walker Kessler, Jordan Clarkson, Colin Sexton, who went out in the first few minutes. Yeah. They've really ripped apart their team, and they almost beat uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. Speaks a lot to how hard they fight. But also the Grizzlies, uh, is, I know we like to uh, rank, put them in tiers every quarter of the season. We're going to do it, I'm sure, at the three-quarter mark. We've always had the Memphis Grizzlies in the... Championship contender or the Final Four contenders, right. but One of the top uh, this two. is this Cheers. is this is it's worrisome for the Memphis Grizzlies the way they execute down the stretch. Cavs uh, and the Grizzlies, I think they they in different ways. Cavs like to dig big holes and then they they get uh, Donovan Mitchell to try and pull them out of it. The Grizzlies they can get up with their fast breaks, but their half court offense is lacking. So this is it's worrisome I think for them. I, I don't know if they have enough punch to get to the NBA Finals. We'll we'll talk about it as we. Retier soon, I'm sure. Okay. And Colin Sexton, like you said, leaving the game. I don't know how bad this injury is, but who replaces him in the skills challenge if he can't go <laughs> on Saturday night? It's got to be a jazz player. So does Lowry Markinen have to go? Kessler's in, right? Kessler and um, is it Clark? No. Uh, Ke- uh, <laughs> Talon Horton Tucker? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no, I already forget. Is it Clarkson? Yeah, it's maybe it was got, Clarkson. He's got, he's got it was Kessler, Clarkson, and Sexton. I don't know. They just traded Nikhil Alexander-Walker away. So I, that would have been perfect. I think Lowry Markkinen's going to have to do it. He's going to have to do double duty on Saturday night in the three-point <laughs> contests if Sexton can't go. But maybe he can still throw wow. a ball through a hoop. Uh, all right, Eastern Conference wins. Four of them. Tatum, 38 points. So he's back. Uh, so is Smarty at six steals. Celtics rolled past the Pistons, 127-109. Jalen Brunson still on fire. He scored 28. Randall had 25. Vibes are great with the New York Knicks right now. Bing bong. They beat the Hawks 122-101. Buddy Heald, I know uh, probably going to be a lot of people's picks to pick to win the three-point contest. He helped the Pacers rally from 24 down to beat your Chicago Bulls. How are the vibes there? <laughs> they are very bad mm. in Chicago. 117-113. <laughs> and uh, LaMelo Ball, this guy is having a very quiet, great season stats-wise. He had another triple-double. Hornets handed the Spurs, as I said earlier, their 14th loss in a row. And had an absolutely gorgeous ball handling moment. He did. In slow-mo, which the only problem for me was once I saw it in slow-mo, it gave me a chance to realize he's just saucing on Doug McDermott. (laughs) So, I mean, you know, 
Sweet moves, but uh, you're picking on a guy a little bit there. Spurs, though, they've had an 11-game losing streak and a 14-game losing mm-hmm. streak. And like you said, they're somehow still not the worst <laughs> record of the league. Incredible stuff. Uh, the Pacers have lost 16 of their last 19 games. Two of the wins are coming back from 20-plus down against Chicago. Pretty brutal stuff. Uh, the Bulls have lost five straight. They lost to the Magic and the Pacers this week. Nikola Vucevic gave like a very depressing interview where he's like, well, I guess with the way things going, the goal is the play-in tournament right now. They're going to have to start winning some games. And tonight, something sad may happen. Tonight? Yes. Oh, yes, yes, please. It is please. the ultimate test. Yeah, here we go. Of the TNT Bulls streak. They've won <laughs> 20 straight games when they are the home team on TNT. They haven't played in a few years. 20 straight. 20 straight. And tonight, they host the Milwaukee Bucks <laughs> on the second night of a back-to-back. Here we go. Bulls by 16. Oh, wow. <laughs> the streak continues. The streak continues. <laughs> that is amazing. Let's hope. Let's yeah, hope. This, this, okay. this was a, yeah, this teams, was a saucy, bad. saucy one. You look at the, like, every team blows 20-point leads. I yeah. think it's probably happened for every single team this year. But when you see the graphic of biggest blown leads of the season, and there's like eight teams on there, and five of them are Bulls games, that's pretty sad. <laughs> yes, I'm looking at it now. Three of the eight biggest leads blown belong to the Bulls. It's hard to do. I mean, it's not easy. Uh, so three of the top eight, they're taking – they're taking up the whole graphic, really. <laughs> but do you believe in the power of the uh, no. TNT home bulls? <laughs> nah. You don't think so? Nah. This feels like uh, their playoff series from last year. It's not going to be good. Well, they did win one game. Yeah. They did. <laughs> <laughs> and they lost four. Yeah, they did. <laughs> but they were at home when they won, weren't they? <laughs> nope. No, oh, they, they did beat the Bucks at home. Uh, they beat the Bucks with Giannis, and they beat the Bucks at home this year. So that's exciting oh, stuff. Okay. Yeah, cool, well, we'll cool, see cool, tonight cool, cool. what happens yeah. there. Uh, uh, any other thoughts on those games? Celtics, Knicks, you know, taking care of business here. Hey, it's nice to see James Wiseman out there. A new lease on life, playing with his buddy Isaiah Stewart, who they used to play high school against each other, apparently. And uh, they're trying to, trying to help each other out. I hope James, James Wiseman is uh, reinvigorated there in Detroit. But, yeah, yeah good to see all, all the uh, the big Celtics come back. Jason Tatum had 38 points back from that illness. So they, I yeah, guess that Horford was, was back, role. too, right? Yeah. Smart's back And as Marcus well. Smart. Yeah, no, he was awesome. Rounded in, into form. Derek White even played. He's got a hole oh. in his eardrum. Wow. They said uh, he had to stay in Milwaukee after that game, right, because yep. some kind of a collision. Turns out to be a hole in his right eardrum. That's a rest one for me. I would have been fine with Derek White sitting this I one know. out, especially with White, uh, with Marcus Smart coming back. Uh, but he's been balling lately, so he's like, I gotta, I gotta ride the wave while I can. Yeah, I know. It's, I can't. I, sounds gross. Sounds, bad, sounds like painful, <laughs> yeah. but I guess he can play through it. Wild. Uh, let's take our first break. When we come back, some random All Star Weekend trivia. Don't go anywhere. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
All right, here in the Classic Factory, got my big jacket on. <laughs> it's going to be the only time I wear that. I've, I've, <laughs> for the podcast listeners, I've got a very vintage 1997 All-Star Weekend oh jacket goodness. on that apparently is signed by Michael Jordan. We have no idea if it's really Michael Jordan's signature or not, but uh, we'll go with it. Uh, shout out to Jared for uh, handing me this jacket. He didn't want it in his house. I was I was saying uh, I felt for a second like when oh I put the goodness. when I put the hood up. If I had sunglasses <laughs> on, I feel like I'm in the Rihanna Super Bowl halftime uh, <laughs> show. Um, I got a picture here, JD. That I'm casting to you. Demar Derozan wore a winter jacket, and there was a hilarious picture taken of him in the locker room afterwards and because of the angle it looks like he's wearing basically the missy elliott uh the rain <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. black outfit and this looks exactly like skeets in his <laughs> gigantic <laughs> look at gigantic the puffer jacket thing. are you casting uh, like, uh, i thought i was casting let me let me cast it up here classic factory tv available right, casting the tab is a casting all right let's see this <laughs> oh yeah it's yeah. a big old jacket it is a big old jacket <laughs> I mean, I think this is bigger, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> is that a fisheye lens? or Like, wow. it actually, you know, lengthwise, it's a small, believe it or not, but it's just like, why is there so much arm space? Uh, anyway. That's how it was. We were all doing steroids in the 90s. Big biceps. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's pretty cool, right? Like the back's... Eh. NBA staff. <laughs> it's just an all-star okay, weekend anyway. jacket. I just wanted to have a reason whoa, to throw this on. Uh, because I want to give you guys some uh, all-star weekend trivia. All right, Play along if you're joining us live here on YouTube. And if you're listening later or watching later, play by yourself. <laughs> okay? Uh, first one. Uh, somebody, hold on, somebody's saying, I really should pair this big jacket with those big red boots. Uh, there's <laughs> yeah, a, there's a lot look. of good lines yeah, here. power, power look. Skeets looks like a QB waiting for his team to get the ball back. <laughs> <laughs> looks like the Shazam muscle suit. Sarah Gray says it looks like a bounty house is being filled up with air <laughs> to swallow you. <laughs> I feel like uh, the, the Michelin man or like uh, the marshmallow guy in Ghostbusters. <laughs> Uh, I feel invincible though. Like I want to like fight you guys right now and tackle you, uh, bounce around. Okay. Anyway, some uh, trivia questions here, just some random ones. Okay. First one: How many teams have at least one NBA All Star selection this year? What'd you guess? You mean like that? Just, have ever just made the All Star team? How no. many teams are or represented in the All Star game this year? Okay. Twenty four. Okay. okay. High, so, am I allowed to look? I mean, like, <laughs> look at the teams? Uh, no, I won't. I mean, it's it's one guy from a lot of teams. That's why I went pretty yeah, high. Yeah, so doubling up. Grizzlies. Up. Grizzlies. Kings now. Celtics. Celtics. Kings now. Okay. Yeah, good call. We're talking 22. <laughs> way to get there, guys. I like Tass set the bar at 24. Yep. You talked it through. 22. Nice. And the reason I asked it, it's a single season record. <laughs> pretty crazy. Just like that's surprising. a lot when yeah. you do think about it, because I think there's more times where we have multiple teammates, sure. or at least over the last little bit. Twenty-two uh, teams right now, at least uh, represented. Okay, this one uh, I told you these are random. Which All Star is set to become the first player to start an All Star game on his birthday? <laughs> and I asked this specifically to Trey Kirby. Nikola Jokic. Correct, because it's also Trey Kirby's birthday. That's right. On Sunday, the All Star game. Yeah, Jokic turns twenty-eight. On February 19th, he's going to be the first one to ever start wow. the All-Star game on his birthday. 
I mean, that's actually kind of surprising. Yeah. So other guys have been reserves. Maybe. <laughs> and they never had an all-star game in the 90s on February 17th, apparently. Jordan. Jordan's birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. February 20th. That probably makes sense, though, because yeah. it was a little different. A little earlier. The, the mapped out. Okay, the calendar. Okay, uh, who is the highest scoring average in NBA all-star game history? And I'll give you a hint. It's a current player. Current player, not a current all-star. No, I didn't say that. Could be a current all-star. I it's, think it's LeBron. No, it's not. No. Nice. Giannis? Bingo! Giannis. 29 points per game in the All-Star game. Mm. He's played enough, too, yeah. I guess, at this point, whatever he's played. What's this? His, like, is this his sixth or seventh? Got a... Somewhere around there. Okay. Good go- Good job, good job. Um, seventh time. Okay, this is about the dunk contest. We were talking about Jericho Sims recording a, a 44.5-inch max vertical jump at the 21, 21 excuse me, NBA Draft Combine. That's tied for the third highest mark in event history. Do you know who holds the record? Current player also happened at the 21 draft combine. By no means an all-star. You know, he's he's yet to really find his way here in the league. But he uh, he recorded a 48-inch max vertical jump at the 21 draft combine. Kuminga? Nope. This is tough. This is a very tough one. He currently... 21. I'm going to give you this. He played for the Clippers... He currently plays Keon for the Johnson. Blazers. There you go. Well nice. done. Yeah. Well done. 48 inches, which is a record. Good job. It's been 30 years since All-Star Weekend was held in Salt Lake City. Who was named the 93 All-Star Game MVP? 1993. <laughs> I'm thinking like I'm trying to remember who won the game. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about who that. Could it be? That was before the Glen Rice. I will tell you this, though. It was a unique circumstance. What was going on for that All-Star Game MVP? Give you that hint. Magic Johnson? No, nope, nope. Oh, that was what, 92? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Unique circumstance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Why do I say that? Unique circumstance. <laughs> 1993, he'd just been traded to the Phoenix Suns. Was it Charles Barkley? You may want to you may want to pluralize he. Uh, Malone and Stockton? Bingo. Carl uh, Malone and yes, John yes, Stockton got yes. it in Salt Lake yes, City. Yes, indeed they did. Yes, yes, yes. How many original Dream Team members played in that 93 All-Star game? What do you got? Count them out. 11. Everybody but Leitner. A little too high on 11. <laughs> okay. A little too uh, high. Mullen, uh, Larry Bird would have been retired, right? Correct. No Bird. No Leitner. No Magic. No magic. So we're down to nine. No Mullen. He had a bad season. <laughs> no, you're nine. Nine? nine is Niner? the answer. Good job. Yeah. Way to take them out. Uh, Barkley, Drexler, Ewing, Jordan, Malone, Mullen, Pippen, David Robinson, and John Stockton. Nine original Dream Teamers in that 93 All-Star game. Okay. Let's talk about the shooters. Let me try and shoot in this jacket. Uh, not easy. I feel like uh, Desmond Bain. Uh, Imagine somebody going into the contest <laughs> oh, where that. Hey, where, Brent Barry, let's see you shooting this. Yeah, hey, Brent Barry dunking in an easy jacket. Larry Bird did a short sleeve warm up shirt. Yeah. Shooting a winter jacket. Let's shooting see who's this. really got the release. Uh, with an NBA staff on it. Uh, who won the 93 three point shootout? Any idea? Craig Hodges. Hodges. Not Hodges. This person did go on to win next year in Minnesota as well. Legler? Not Legs. He only won one. Was this guy uh, horny? This guy is not horny. Oh. Just a little bit later. <laughs> uh, this guy, I don't know if he's actually horny. 
Mark Price? Bingo. Not horny. I don't think so. Nah. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Too taciturn. <laughs> Mark Price, he won in uh, 93 in Salt Lake City, and then he won again in Minnesota the next year. Uh, and that's really all I have, but I thought I'd do one more little fun game here about the dunk contest. I want to give you the dunker, and you have to tell me the dumb prop they used. Oh, cool. All right? Cool, cool. Let's test your dunk contest knowledge. Again, play along here. Um, I'm going to bounce around a little bit. Jeremy Evans, 2013. Painted himself. <laughs> Self-portrait. That's right. I mean, it was sort of... Painted himself. At the time... I guess it got a pop. Like, it was like, whoa. It wasn't a bad he painting. jumped over a painting and then unveiled it, and the painting was him yep, yep, jumping yep. over the painting. Like, it was Inception, so it wasn't that bad. He won that year, didn't he? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about, um? wow, this one's easy. John Collins, 2019, <laughs> in Charlotte, the home of aviation. <laughs> <laughs> Big uh, shout out to my guys Orville and Wilbur Wright. <laughs> <laughs> he jumped over a plane, kind of. Kind of, yeah. He jumped over airplane. most of a plane. He jumped through that plane. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he clipped it. Hit that he wing. still got the dunk down. I yeah. think that is forgotten that he did clip the plane pretty significantly. Uh, took off a bit of the wing, but he dunked it. Hmm. But yeah, that model airplane yeah. that he at first he was gonna dunk in the the aviator goggles, and he had the hat and he had a scarf, but then he had to take off the goggles because he couldn't see. <laughs> Poorly thought out, I think that one. But anyway. Um, how about Serge Ibaka, 2011? What prop did Serge use? The, a notable prop. Hmm. Like, uh, I, I don't know what it was. A stuffed animal hanging on the rim. Oh, Serge, my stuffed animal is stuck on the rim. <laughs> Can you get it? Yeah, it's just going to take me two times. <laughs> I had forgotten about the whole, like, kid part of, like, can you get my teddy bear from the rim? He, he dunked. And grabbed it with his mouth off the rim. They had this little suction cup thing for this little teddy bear. Serge grabbed it and dunked it. How hungry is he? (laughs) (laughs) He ate it. That's good. That's very good. Uh, All right. How about Aaron Gordon, 2017? Which dumb prop? Now, Aaron Gordon has some of the greatest dunks in dunk contest history. What was the dumb prop? Drone, no? The drone, yes. That was stupid. (laughs) Or it just didn't work. Remember that? Like, they couldn't get the timing right. Yeah. It was like, it was all messed up. Yeah. Wasn't it? He was... Wasn't he trying to have it drop from the drone, hit Bounce, the ground, and, and then, then do it? Yep, 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 yep. I thought he ultimately did that. I thought he pulls yeah, it off in the end, but it took way too long, and it was very anticlimactic and all that. Uh, DeAndre Jordan, same dunk contest, 2017. What dumb prop? <laughs> did DeAndre Jordan dunk over DJ tables? DJ Khaled, DJ Khaled. <laughs> Another one. Yeah, DJ Khaled at the turntables with DJ Khaled going live on probably Snapchat yeah, or something, Snap. whatever it was. And yeah, he dunked over him, like over him. I mean, he's not a tall guy as it is, but that was a weird one. Okay, a couple more. Uh, Derek Williams, 2012. It was really anticlimactic because it's, uh, it's not that crazy a thing to, for a professional athlete to jump over. 2012. Chair? I don't remember no, this at all. No, Chair's pretty. Chairs, we've seen that obviously a bunch of times. No, it was a mode of transportation. Is this a motorcycle man? It was motorcycle man. <laughs> just jumped over a motorcycle. I think the mascot brought it out and then just left it there, and he just did like a windmill. He sort of did like a, a windmill. I was think. he was he Timberwolves at the time? I think so. So that wolf rode a motorcycle Crunch. out. That probably looked cool. A, a motorcycle being ridden by a mascot. I like that, but. So Blake Griffin had jumped over a Kia 
prior. And I mean, I know right, the Blake right. Griffin doesn't get looked back on very fondly, but no. if a guy jumps over a car, you cannot go to a smaller form of transportation. <laughs> right. You got to go to an airplane, John Collins style, <laughs> or a train. Train. We haven't seen it yet. Or have the guy from I Think You Should Leave, the motorcycle guy, be out there. Whoa. <laughs> they should get Tim Robinson to just do every one of his bits next to it. Like, uh, you know, DeAndre Jordan comes out, he dumps over DJ Khaled's d- tables. He's like, don't ask about the tables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, his, what's, her, what's, uh, what's DJ Khaled's job? Tables. <laughs> you can do that. his job. Someone when they put on yeah. too much mass or this jacket, you can do the Carmine uh, Lugusio. Uh, get the shit off me. I don't want to be around anymore. Uh, final one. Oh, super easy. I shouldn't have saved this one to last. Cole Anthony. Last year. <laughs> boots. <laughs> the boots. boots. I bring that one up. He, he dunked in the Tims. Will someone dunk in the uh, big red boots this year? Ooh, I mean, they're buzzing right now. Buzzing. Just came out this morning for us commoners. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. It's definitely possible. Yeah. I think that you're going to at least see a lot of those boots around this weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, how many people sit in courtside at some point in Salt Lake City this weekend will have those boots on? Maybe we record a short uh, over the course of the weekend. We just have our phone with us anytime we see somebody wearing the boots. Killer boots, man. <laughs> yeah, good. Killer good boots, man. Killer boots, man. Who would most be likely to try and dunk in the dunk contest in these big red boots? Is it Mac? Is it... Trey Murphy? Trey Murphy. Uh, can, I'll say this. KJ Martin, his uniform would match as a rocket. Good call. So that would look nice for him. <laughs> it's sort of like a... fits like the rocket's like sort of space suit. Yeah, Astro, sort of vibe. Astro, Astro boy. Yeah. Astro world. Oh, Travis yeah. Scott. If you threw down a good dunk in those and like you named it like the Astro boy dunk. Put on the boots. Dunk over Travis Scott. He's a Houston Rockets fan. Free idea right there. There's a 50. All right, there it is. Oh, what a segment, eh? That's how you do it. That's how you do it on the show before we go to All-Star Weekend. Did you decide if you're packing your Tims yet for Salt uh, Lake City? No boots for it me. says no boots. No boots. It's cold. Check the weather. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be cold in Salt Lake City, especially at night. Bringing a big old jacket, not this one, basically. <laughs> but I'm bringing another jacket. I gotta say, this jacket, it's got the uh, the stench from nature. <laughs> it smells like the 97. Because I, I don't think they want to wash it because of, you know, again, yeah. Michael Jordan, no big deal. Uh, <laughs> or some guy, Liella, signing this as Michael Jordan, no big deal. Um, yeah, but no boots, ultimately. Are you, what are you doing, man? I don't know. <laughs> After smelling that jacket, I'm thinking uh, I gotta go get my big jacket as well. I gotta go get a yeah, big jacket. You didn't bring a jacket? Who needs a jacket? Of oh, course I'm bringing it. Oh, okay. You scared me, Josh. I don't know. Yeah. It's sub-zero out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cold. Very it's cold. winter. <laughs> I'm pumped. All right, let's wrap this show up uh, so we can get to Salt Lake City. Final break. When we come back, pick up results. Tweet of the night. Don't go anywhere. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Discover the latest collections from David Yerman, as seen recently, styled on basketball stars like Jaime Jaquez, Jalen Green, D'Angelo Russell, and others. 
David Yurman is a celebrated American jewelry company inspired by the beauty of art, architecture, and the natural world. The story of David Yurman begins in New York City with David, a sculptor, and his wife, Sybil, a painter and ceramicist. When the artists began collaborating, their goal was to simply make beautiful designed objects to wear. Over 40 years later, the Yermans and their son, Evan, continue to redefine American luxury jewelry with timeless modern collections for women and men defined by inspiration, innovation, consummate craftsmanship, and Cable, the brand's artistic signature. David Yerman's collections are available on davidyerman.com. All right, back here in the Classic Factory, we got some sort of breaking news here during the show. We were talking All-Star Weekend, so this is perfect. Julius Randle expected to replace Anthony Simons in the three-point contest. Unexpected. Curveball. Yeah, quite the curveball. Didn't want to fly anybody else in, I'm telling you. I was right. Flights are booked. Can't log in. (laughs) Randle's there already. You got your boarding pass? You're in the three-point contest. So Julius Randle's going to go in it. Do you think if I wear this jacket to Salt Lake City, like, uh, to the arena, like, because it says NBA staff, they'll just be like, come on through, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure. <laughs> Looks like a, a n- new right? jacket. They're like, damn, this yeah. guy's been, this this guy's guy's been, been smoking cigarettes and yeah. this jacket for 40 years. Yeah. Apparently that's the story. Uh, Jared, his father-in-law, got it from someone who did install the 97 court, apparently, in Cleveland. Uh, uh, and that is why... In theory, he got this signed by MJ, and that's how it then got Sick. to uh, his father-in-law, who then gave it to him, who then gave it to me. <laughs> and uh, you know what? Court story, bro. I'm pumped that I'm wearing this today. <laughs> hey, I got a jacket from Jared Dent once upon a time. Dale Earnhardt Jr. NASCAR jacket. Guys just got weird this guy's, jackets. This guy's wearing jacket. <laughs> You'll get one soon. Yeah. You'll get oh, one man. soon. You might get a, I don't know, Lonnie Smith jacket. Nice Lonnie Smith call. <laughs> Grand yeah. slam, game five. Mm. Uh, Pick'em results last night. We had the Cavs-Sixers game. Philly covered. Two and a half points. Uh, you know, got close at the end. I, was it Mobley that missed, like, a bit of a bunny there uh, when it was, like, a four-point game? But in the end, Philly wins. Trey, six and five. Tass, five and six. Myself, four and seven. What's tonight's game? Only three on. Three on, yeah. Washington-Minnesota. Minnesota's winning that. They're 15 and eight in 2023, quietly kicking ass and there's a tnt doubleheader milwaukee chicago sorry bulls not gonna happen and then clippers phoenix that's a big one okay phoenix favored at home by one and a half points skeets and i think phoenix will cover while trey just got the clippers lose by one or win on the road yeah all right well good luck to everybody this jacket is like I feel like I'm pushing forward more and more like it's weighing me down <laughs> I don't want to be around anymore uh, tweet of the night let's do it yeah come on mm. <laughs> tweet of the night like wow <laughs> Tassie what do you got take us into the all star break man you want to talk about mailing it in here we go this is from baseball history nut what a great huh? follow on twitter Here's a tough one for y'all. Name me the top three most famous Michael. So the name has to be Michael. Give me the three most famous Michaels okay. in the history of the world. Oh, it's, well, two are obvious. Yeah, who's yeah, two are Michael Jordan and Michael Jackson. And then That's it's like right. now you get into the third one. Yeah, this is the fun part. Right. Now, <laughs> well, you, you can't go Tyson. 
because Michael Tyson does not. No one exist. ever called him Michael you Tyson. Can have, Michael you can have Tyson. fun with that, yeah, sure, yeah, but yeah. It's, it's not. It's not a good answer. <laughs> Michelangelo, <laughs> that's funny, but doesn't count. <laughs> okay, it's spelled different. Who do you have, Tass? Still spelled Michelangelo. M I C H E L. Okay. Uh, well, throw throw some names out there. I got a, I got a whole bunch of lists. Phelps. Right. Phelps is is interesting. I think he could be part yeah. of the part of the answer. Corleone. Corleone's a funny one. Michael Very Kors. One. Kors. Wow. <laughs> no googling, man. No googling. Don't google. Uh, okay, you're right. Michael. Anybody else? Uh, there's lots of actors. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Interesting. <laughs> Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, I think, might be the answer. Wow. Phelps yeah. over Keaton. No. 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 The Olympics. Olympics. This is the Olympics. Yeah, just swimming. We're talking about Keaton. Batman. Batman. Been around forever. Phelps is oh, it's oh, a short hold on, window. Hold on, stream team. Michael Schumacher. Schumacher's a good one. Schumacher's huge. decent. Yeah. Schumacher's decent. Uh, uh, somebody says Magic Mike Muscala. <laughs> Thank you, EL. Thank you. It's catching Magic on. Magic Michael. <laughs> Magic Michael. The Magic Michael Moose Muscala. That's his new nickname. Uh, Michael McDonald. Yeah. Stream team coming sure. through. That's Schumann. Which uh, which Michaels take it to the streets most often? He's number one. <laughs> that that song, by the way, in Pick'em. That's a keeper right there. I like uh, that. It was like smooth. That? That Yacht was Rock smooth. vibes. Little Michael McDonald vibes. It's, uh, it's called I'll... Disco Nights, but Nights with a K. Oh, I that's like the it. New, that's, nice. I guess that's the new one. Uh, also, Michael a couple Douglas. other. Yeah, there's yep. Douglas. A yep. couple other smooth musicians as well. Get you in the mood at Christmas time. Michael Bublé. <laughs> Bublé. <laughs> yeah. And another one out there. Michael. He's, he's still around in the pop culture sphere. You know, a bit. Really? George Michael? Nah, I don't no, think no, names. no, like, like spoofs, Michael B- 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 Bolton. Oh, Michael he's around. He's around. He's, around. Uh, he's, people he's are got longevity. Michael, Michael Caine. That's a good one. Mm. That's a good one. Michael You're not James. supposed to blow the bloody doors off. <laughs> <laughs> I love the. Trip. That was pretty good. <laughs> that was that pretty good. I can do way better than that. It's a jacket. Okay. I can't talk. My vocal cords don't work. Yeah, you guys named most of them. Michael, Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox, yeah. Good, Michael. Did we say that one? That was a good no. one. No. Okay. Um, yeah, Michael Johnson is an Olympian. Not even nah, close. that was a short window. Yeah. Michael Scott. Ah. Michael <laughs> Myers. Ah. Ah. That's about it. You got them all. All right. I would go, of all of those, wow. Phelps is, Phelps is good. Schumacher's really good, too. Michael Keaton is Batman. Michael Keaton is Batman, and he's coming back as Batman, apparently. That's the thing. Michael Keaton was Batman, and there's been like 10 Batman since. Mm. If we're talking 90s, I'm going Schumacher or Keaton. Probably Schumacher over Keaton. Or Fox. Michael J. Fox is pretty big in the 80s. That's definitely true. Definitely true. Shawn Michaels? (laughs) (laughs) Never had a President Michael, huh? Really? I don't think so. Michael B. Hayes? Michael Lincoln? No. Michael Washington, Michael it? Quincy Adams, Michael F. Kennedy, Michael D. Eisenhower. They all sound like they work. Someone who doesn't know a lot about American presidents. I'm like, yep, mm-hmm. I remember that one. Mm-hmm. All right. Fun. Hey, great. That was good. Tass. I, those yeah. are the ones I love. Really sink our teeth into. <laughs> I just wanted the audio listener to hear the jacket before we say goodbye. <laughs> All right, that's it for us. Uh, join us tomorrow night, Friday night in Salt Lake City. Uh, can't wait to hang out with uh, everybody that's got a ticket. You still have uh, a little bit of time if you want to grab one. 
uh, and you're in the uh, Salt Lake City area, you live there, or you're coming for All-Star Weekend, maybe a last-minute decision, come hang on Friday night, 8 p.m. at the Urban Lounge. We'll flip that into a podcast, very likely. Uh, you know, so sometime on Friday night... For all you podcast listeners, it won't go to YouTube, so make sure you seek that one out. We will be back here in the factory on Monday morning to recap All-Star Weekend. But I would encourage you to follow us on all the social media channels. We're talking your Twitters, your Instagrams, your TikToks. Anything else? YouTube, I mean. YouTube, yeah, absolutely yeah. YouTube. At No Dunk Sync, because we're hopefully going to be pumping out the content all weekend long. Killer Boots, man. Killer Boots. Who's the third most famous Michael? Oh, good question. <sighs> On Michael Jordan's birthday? Not bad. Right? Right. You see, he just gave, uh, was it $10, 10 million, million to, make, to a make a wish? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Think he's good for it? <laughs> yeah, I think he's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So we'll see you over the weekend. We'll see you live in Salt Lake City, or we'll see you here on Monday in the Classic Factory. Until then. Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us, and remember, Strahan, good one. Also, we're not on Snapchat. Brace the weekend, people. Brace the All-Star weekend. Thank you.